Dearest Kick-Ons listeners, we hereby invite you to the hottest happenings in Aotearoa. We are here to let you know where you should be and when you should be there. No need to RSVP, it's invite only. And you're on the list. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, Jason. Kia ora, Stephanie. How are you doing? I don't call you Stephanie very often, do you? No, do you're I? welcome to. Do you? You don't call yourself Stephanie very no, often No, it doesn't come out naturally anymore, which, sorry, Mum, she won't be liking that. I've said that, but... Yeah, she calls you Stephanie. Yeah. And do you know when your mum messages me, she st- she types Stephanie as well? <laughs> She's going down with that ship. She will fight for Stephanie for her life, for rest her, of her life. I know. God, I love mums. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> we are so excited um, for this episode today. You're invited today to meet Ainsley Allen, but like us, You'll probably introduce to her on your favourite childhood TV show. From McDonald's Young Entertainers to country music artist, her debut album Betty marks another milestone in her career. She's here to tell us all about it. Please welcome to Kick Ons, Ainsley Allen! Kia ora! <laughs> How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for having me. Oh. This is a dream come true. We have <laughs> known you basically our whole lives. Like, I don't remember not knowing who Ainsley Allen is. Facts. I was looking earlier at a clip um, from the show McDonald's Young Entertainers, which was how we were introduced to you, and it was 1996, and it was kind of like, shit, was it? That's crazy to me, because it's so vivid to me in my mind. That was like last century, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Kind of. (laughs) So Ainsley, thank you so much for joining us. We are excited to get to hear the story about... You from being that girl on McDonald's Entertainers to now where you're about to release your debut album, Betty, that we're so excited about. Tell us the process that that you've been going through with the album. Well, gee, where do I start? Because this has been like a labour of love and we, in between me going to Littleton to record to now there has been so many things happen like um (laughs) oh my gosh not to mention the global pandemic um with covid which has stuffed around so many people's plans including the plan for betty so um basically betty i have been working on my whole life And finally, I am focused enough to kind of put all my little babies together and record them with the producer extraordinaire, Ben Edwards, and um, package it all up and put it together and call it Betty. So it's kind of a labor of love, um, which I fundraised for. I belong to two country music clubs 
here in Wellington. There's the North City Country Music Club in Porirua, and I belong to the Ponamu Country Music Club in Levin. And we did a couple of fundraising concerts to just get the money together for me to travel, record, master, um, publicity, and like manufacture the whole thing. So it's there's so many people involved with this and there's so many people I'm grateful for for getting this off the ground and I just can't wait to give Betty her wings so she can just fly and everyone can hear her finally. Woo! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> it's so um, amazing to hear you talk about all the like behind the scenes work that you've been doing that leads up to a song getting released or an album getting released because you've been with Betty in your head for years. Yeah. I mean, there's song, there's a song on there that I wrote um, when I was living over in Australia. So what was that? Like in 2006, I must've written that song. So there's stories in Betty that are crossing through so many different situations in my life and people that know me and close friends will laugh at some of some of the stories of these like songs because they're so funny (laughs) and I just hope that other the listeners will get it you know because I've only shown my closest people and of course my producer so um it'll just be very interesting how people take Betty you know I hope they it's received you know I hope it's received with a lot of love because oh my gosh there's so much love in it when an artist like releases something that they've held so close to them and I mean making music it's just you and your producer so releasing that to the whole entire world I can uh understand how that could be like so nerve-wracking but also so exciting at the same time how do you deal with that like letting your baby go. I'm well because I've worked so hard on it, and like we had the first lockdown, I had time to listen to my um, mixes. No, they weren't even mixed then. It was like just the raw tracks, and I had a chance to really listen to everything on there. And I kind of sometimes it's not good for me to have that time because. Otherwise, maybe I would have released it before the second lockdown. I don't know. Um, Mm. But I just had that time to really listen. So I I called Ben and I said, look, I want to come down and I I can do a better vocal take on this track and this track. And I want to do harmonies here. And I want to retrack the band on this track. (laughs) Ben was probably going, oh, my God, this girl is so OCD. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. So I suppose for me, like, I'm – yeah, I'm a little bit fussy, um, whereas some things I'll just let go. Like there's an ending on one of the songs where I'm, I've just let it go and you can kind of hear me mumbling at the end, which I like little I like little pieces like that in an album because it makes you get to um, listen to the artist like in the studio with the artist thinking that they're not even recorded, being recorded. So there's little quirky moments in the album, which I've kept, but there's been a lot of work put into this baby and I'm just, oh, I just can't wait to release her. Yes, well, congratulations for like getting it off the ground and making your dreams come true. From like being the it girl 
in the late 90s to now, your life must have been absolutely wild. Yeah, it, it was. Like I couldn't walk down the street without someone um, calling out my name. Um, I just I couldn't go anywhere. And like I was 16, you know, it was like I was a teenager. It was kind of like I'm very, very grateful for that platform. And it was one, um, if I can say so, one of the most iconic kids TV shows to come out of New Zealand. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and I'm just so grateful to be part of it. But for a 16-year-old, it was kind of a little bit hard to even just go out with my friends. Um, Yeah, so I had to – I don't know how I dealt with it. I I was very busy because work just was coming in left, right, and center. I was asked to do anthems for the All Blacks, and I was asked to be the um, person for – friendship day which they used to have with Winnie the Pooh with Disney and stuff like that so I had a lot of work plus I got asked to go to East Timor with Mike King and Cal Wilson and Radar um who else was there Brendan Lovegrove we went over to East Timor and this is just when Private Manning had just been killed by the militia over in East Timor so we're talking about going over to a war zone and I was the only singer and then the rest of them were funny comedians so we went over there to cheer up the morale of the troops the Australian troops uh New Zealand troops of course and we had Filipino troops over there and I just had so much I just had so much to work on anyway so it was kind of like everything was just going everything was moving um so it it was going so fast I decided to move over to Australia I don't know I kind of yeah I moved over there my brother I'm very Fano orientated and my brother had just had his little girl, Ava, and when I decided to go over to Australia. And she was about four, and I was missing home. And, you know, I'd started an all-girl rock band over there, and I was kind of dabbling in, um, you know, different styles of music and genres. And I did a bit of recording over there. And just I just really missed my family. I've been supported by my mum and my family from the word go and it was my girlfriend that said to me Ains you know I was talking to her on the phone and I was just at loose ends in Australia and she said Ainsley come home come home babe and it was like it was like the penny dropped and I was like yep I'm coming back to New Zealand I'm coming back to Aotearoa and I'm gonna (laughs) be in this my little niece Ava's life she was four and so I came home and that was like 2008 and I've been working solidly kind of ever since I did a screen acting course. Um, I, I worked heaps doing gigs around New Zealand. Um, yeah. And it's just all gearing up to this release of Betty. And I just, I'm just very proud. I'm very proud of my choices and I stand by everything that I have done. Um, sometimes I could have taken the easy road and kind of mm-hmm. taken opportunities that were handed to me and kind of done it differently. But I feel I'm older and I'm wiser and the time for me is now. And I feel that there is space for everyone in the industry. Oh, my 
god, I am feeling totally. so inspired right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but you know what? There's this space for everyone to shine. Like yes. in, in their own time. Um, I just feel that. And I just am genuinely like so happy for everyone that's releasing music because I know how bloody hard it is. <laughs> yeah. And you're putting in so much time and it it is like a child. It's like your little baby. And you're putting yourself out there to, for the world to see. That's like your emotions on a sleeve. And I just think it should only be commended. And it's that tall poppy thing again where we, like, have this instinct to, like, tear people down or, you know, be critical of other people. And really it should just be like, oh, my goodness, congratulations, yes. you are doing something that totally. is so admirable yeah and you've um you said that you had, were like delving in different t- styles of music while you're in australia but the album betty is back to your country, country roots. roots yeah so i started singing country music i was like they have a country music circuit here well you know the country music clubs i talked about um mm. we have country awards and there's different sections, like you can do the female solo, there's rock, country rock section, there's duos. I always used to sing with my sister, Jessie, who now lives in Australia. So we haven't seen her for freaking ages. Oh, hi, Jessie. Yeah. Hi, Jessie. <laughs> and she's had a little baby and like he's going to be two on the 1st of November. And oh my gosh, it's just this COVID is a, a real hassle. And, you know, so doing Vaxathon was something for me that I just really had to stand by. And I was like, there's so many friends in the industry that have not been gigging. Um, I'm different because I do lots of gigs around town. Like I I kind of need to work. You know, I'm a single mum. I've got two kids. One's nine. I've just had a baby. Um, and he's so beautiful. And I can just oh. waste so much time just goo and garring over him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know a girl's got to get out there and work so I've been kind of doing um cover gigs you know just me and my guitar and just doing what I can to basically fund first and foremost my Fano, but my art like I've got to fund my art I've, I'm an independent artist it's like yeah you got to get out there and get it totally I wondered the song that's on Betty that you wrote when you were living in Sydney and you've now like it's fully realized and it's on the album do you remember what you thought back then it would sound like and is it similar or have things like changed this is this is an exciting question because I took my little song to Ben and like Ben I'd done my research on producers who I wanted to work with and just the sound that they create um and I just watched a few YouTube videos of him and Anyway, we come up to this song um, that I'd written ages ago, and he is just such a genius. Like, he really listened to the story of the song. Because, I mean, all country music songs are, like, a huge story. Well, not a huge story. Mm. Sometimes they're, like, two-minute, three-minute, you know. But you can get a, a story out of a song. And he listened to it, and then we got the boys together to track um, the music. And, oh, he's just, it was just so amazing to sit there and watch him work. And you could almost see his brain, like, out of his Mm -hmm. body, like, kind of working like a mathematician, putting these pieces of this puzzle together. And then 
oh, he just did this genius thing in the song. And like, it starts off just with me and a solo guitar and a few kind of tinkering sounds. And then all of a sudden, when it comes into this lyric of the story, the whole band like rushes in and it's just telling the story beautifully. It's like he's made a movie out of the story just by listening to what he has done with this song. It's amazing. I'm so grateful. That's so cool. Ben is a what, bloody wizard. What is the name of the song? It's called I'm On My Way. That's poetic. It's also like, as an artist, I'm sure you have to learn when to let go or when to let someone else in to take the song to the next level or add yeah. their sort of bit into it too. And that's like the true art of collaboration. Yes. And it's been open. You're right. Been open. I remember when I was working... Wow, back um, like when I was kind of doing Christmas in the Park, I'd met Ricky Morris and he had a little studio in Devonport in Auckland, him and Debbie Harwood. And Debbie Harwood said to me, um, you know, I was showing them my original songs and Debbie Harwood said, look, you know, because I was really nervous. I was like, oh, I don't want to show you my songs. You might hate them. And, you know, I was younger then. See, I'm older now, you know, so it's, um, the time's right for me with this album, but yeah, back then, Debbie was like, look, Ains, I know, I know how you feel. Playing someone an original song is like showing them your boobs. <laughs> 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 and it's totally true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. It's scary, but it's fun. It is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. The time's right. <laughs> I wanted to ask about your experience um, doing the Waiata collaboration or p- project, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um, you've released two songs in Tadeo Moldy yeah. and they're gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That, um, that come, I was just really lucky getting on that. I, I released Takumama in two thousand and. 20 um and that seemed to like get a lot of traction it got put on a couple of playlists like it went on this playlist on um apple music it's called southern country and it's like this americana playlist which is amazing this is a a kiwi te reo maori song that gets put on this playlist which is an overseas americana playlist and it's on there for like eight weeks. And then also Takumama gets put on um, Waiata Rio, which is on Spotify and it's on Apple Music, which has got, oh my gosh, I think it's gone up to like 20,000 um, followers. So that's, you know, that gained traction on its own. So I kind of, um, I was already kind of doing Māori music and my connection with um, Tamango Paho was already there I had already written um another Te Reo Māori song with a friend Leon Heketu Blake and so it was all kind of ready to go there all I had to do was fly to Littleton to um my producer Ben and we recorded it in like two days and it got put on to Waiata Anthems which I'm stoked I'm honoured to be on it's such a cool um, project and I think just the more music released in Tadeo, the better. The better. I um, I'm just so proud to be part of this. You know, I've been 
an advocate for te reo Māori music for so long. Like, I've told this story so many times, but I started high school and they didn't even have it there as a subject. They didn't have te reo Māori as a subject. They had French, German, Spanish, I think. Um, so I was one of the first people to actually learn te reo Māori by correspondence. Um, so, yeah, just to have this, like now we're embracing te reo Māori kaupapa, language, everything. Mm. It's a true blessing because it is such a spiritual language. And my track, Taku Mama, that was actually an English track I'd written called My Mum. And it oh got God, so beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> you. And it got, it got translated by Leon Blake. And people tell me that the te reo version is a lot more spiritual than the English version. And I feel that too. Mm. Yeah, it's an yeah. amazing language, te reo Māori. Mm. It is. It's so gorgeous. It's cool, as you said, like earlier, that you feel like now is your time, and everything that you've been doing is leading up to you being able to release this music in the way that you want. And I feel like you like pushing to learn today or in high school, and now being able to like be super successful and like be spiritually connected to this awesome song that you got to write about your mom because you love your family like oh my god I just feel like you're so right mm. everything's coming up Ainsley and I'm so excited <laughs> for you oh Jason thank you <laughs> and it's a very exciting week oh yes because a track from Betty yeah will be released oh yeah give us the scoop Ainsley we're excited oh man well this track <laughs> um so this will be my fourth single release from the album um, Love Doesn't Work Anymore, I wrote in Tamworth at the Tamworth Ooh. Country Music Festival um, with another cool friend of mine, Alan Caswell. And it was like 40 degrees. It's always so hot in Tamworth um, <laughs> when they have their country music festival. It was 40 degrees and I was at loose ends with everything that was going on. Um, and I went to this bar and... I just, I had a drink and the very next day I had the songwriting session with, I just felt like I needed to have a cold beer. You know, it was like one of those days. It was like, oh, just get me into that, the closest bar I can find and I want to sit down and have a oh nice cold beer. So that's what I did. And the very next day I was booked in to do the songwriting session with Alan Caswell. And he was like, right, Ains, what do you want to, what do you want to sing about? So we wrote this song and the line in the song is, um, I could float, I could sink, I could sure use a drink because love doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so that's love doesn't <laughs> so that's love doesn't work anymore. So it's um it's coming out tomorrow. So I'm excited for people to hear that one too. Awesome. Yeah. Well everyone can go stream that one. There'll be a link to that in our show notes if you want to go and click there to have a listen to that. And then the album's out. Oh, my gosh. On the 19th of <laughs> November. We've changed this date like three times. Um, COVID. Thank you, COVID. And mm -hmm. um, then I decided to have a baby. So, <laughs> you know, releasing an album when you're deciding to have a baby, it's like kind of, mm, maybe I shouldn't be touring 
when I'm about to pop. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's not a good idea, Ainsley. Um, So this time is right, you know. We're still in 2021 and we're going to release this baby. And she's coming 19th of November. Awesome. And you will be touring... after it's released now Uh uh-huh we've got a few dates booked um and because of course this is so hard these have had to be changed three times it's so hard but you know what I just think you just got to do it so our first date we're on the 26th of November we're at the Paikakariki um we're in Paikakariki then the 27th we're in Levin at the Cozy Club all these details will be on my Facebook or on my website ainsleyallen.nz um and you'll find all the details there. We're going down south. We're going to Littleton, um, Christchurch, Dunedin, Queenstown. And then eventually I do want to get up to Tamaki Makoto, but we'll just mm. have to wait and see what's going on there. Um, yeah, and we're just going with the flow, but we're doing it. And I've got a cool band. I just can't wait to take these songs on the road. And I've got merch. I'm making um, – records oh my gosh we've got vinyl i've got t-shirts um i've got cds which are becoming a little bit obsolete now but a lot of my fans like they pre-purchased so i want to thank shout out to all of the pre-purchases that have hung in there because this has taken a long time you know but things have been out of my control and also like recording this my producer lost his dear mum so oh, wow. there's been so much happened, but there's been a lot of love and a lot of wairua, a lot of a lot of soul and blood, sweat and tears have been put into this and a lot of laughs. Like Ben and I for fifteen days while I was down there in Littleton, every single day I was laughing. He was so funny and he was so good to work with. So I just hope that you can feel all that energy in this in this album. Oh, we will. I can we feel will. it through the screen yes. right now. <laughs> oh, best <laughs> And imagine how you're going to feel like on the 19th oh, when man. it's out in the world. That's yeah. just, it must be so exciting. At and... 12 a.m. Oh my gosh. And just the best team behind <laughs> me. I mean, we've got Nicole Thomas from Knickknack Media and the peeps Ellie. from DRM, <laughs> like Danya Yang and Aaron, uh, Andy Morris. Holly, everyone at DRM have been so supportive and just they back the artists. And I just, I couldn't have a better team behind this. Like we said earlier, it takes a village. And it's so nice to hear, like, you obviously have such a special relationship with all these people that are behind you. And you can tell, you can tell in the music that it's made with aroha and it's just like this whole big team together. So, we're so, so excited for you, and oh. we can't wait to hear the full album. Yeah. Stephanie, Jason, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're so welcome. Now, everyone needs to follow Ainsley on Instagram, and pre-save Betty comes out on the 19th of November. Thank you so much, Ainsley, for your time. We can't wait to see you live really soon oh, nama <laughs> thank you so much for having me and take care of you and take care of each other we will oh we will we do <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks Ainsley sweet Bye. ass kakite. Bye. Kakite. <laughs>